Front Porch Grace, Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who have spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. And as always, we want to leave a nightlight on for you. That nightlight is out of the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, starting in verse 7 down through verse 10. It says that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, and not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Here clearly it teaches that we're saved by grace. Some, there's kind of a, a debate that, that people have, and they, the debate has to do with, with how grace works with man's free will. And there's some that, that they, they desperately want to protect the sovereignty of God, and so they think that free will is somehow an assault on the sovereignty of God, and it's really not. Uh, the two are hand in hand. They're two sides of the same coin. They're, they're two parts of God's plan to deal with man. It's, it's not an either or, it's a both and. And so in, in, order, to, uh, you know, in order to understand grace the, the most appropriate way, uh, there is saving grace, which is talked about in verse 8, where it says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, and not of works, lest any man should boast. But some would say, well, you, you need grace to get faith. You need grace to have faith. And I would agree with that. And uh, I, I think that there's a category of grace that theologians talk about called preveni prevenient grace. I can never say the word right. I like to think of it as front porch grace. It's the grace that God uses to call you from where you're at and the goodness of God that leads you to repentance. It's the thousand little things that God does in your life that leads up to that moment of salvation. It's God sending a a food box your way at Christmas when your dad was unemployed. It was a, a pastor that came in to pray with, uh, with with your grandma when she was dying. It was a it was a a missionary that came to church and spoke about the mission field, and it moved your heart to see what the gospel was accomplishing in other parts of the planet. It was it was a thousand things. Uh, it was a, a kind word that was spoken to you in a church service when you came in and, and you were so down in the dumps you maybe were thinking about ending your life and then somebody said a word that encouraged you and smiled at you and that that grace just drew you the goodness of God drew you to repentance. I'm gonna give you an analogy that why I call it front porch grace. I, I grew up in in Missouri. Uh, part of my growing up was in Missouri up until about the third grade and uh, we lived in Lebanon, Missouri, the bulk of the time that we were there, although we did bounce around some. But in Lebanon uh, is where my grandma lived, and then my mom and dad, we lived in a place about a block away from where grandma lived at in a little shack, really. I don't know if you could even call it a house, a tar paper house, maybe. It was, it was really next to nothing, but we lived there. And we would walk sometimes down to Vernon's store, if I'm remembering the name right. It's, I believe it was Vernon's store right across from the old swimming pool there in, in Lebanon. And it was a matter of maybe five, six blocks. It wasn't a long ways. But you could never make the trip 
quick because uh, it, the, in Missouri, everybody had front porches, especially in that time. This is before air conditioning, and so in the heat of the day, they would often uh, sit out on the front porch in a screened-in porch and let the breeze blow across them. As, as the evening began to wear on, it began to cool off. And so you'd walk down to the store to get you a bottle of pop, and then somebody would say, well, hey, Gene Kissinger, come on over here. And you'd, you'd come up there, and they'd ask how Bernice was doing, my grandma. They'd ask how Eva and Ellis Ray were doing, and you'd get to talking to them on the front porch. And then if but for some reason they wanted to talk further or to develop the relationship more, they might even invite you into the house where you would have some cold iced tea and maybe some pine, some ice cream, because kind of everybody was related to everybody, everybody knew everybody. And so the front porch, what I mean when I talk about front porch grace, is kind of that getting to know getting to know the other person and as you get to know the other person in the relationship and it begins to deepen then it comes to that place of commitment or trust or, or repentance in, in our illustration and you go into the house and there's a more intimate kind of fellowship that's there um, a deeper kind of a fellowship which is the saving grace and so there, there's these front porch graces that call us off the street that get us out of the, the world that we were in and bring us to the very periphery of salvation. And then at the right moment in time, God invites us in and we, we come in to that place of salvation. It's all the grace of God. It's God's pre prevenient grace that draws us to him. It's God's saving grace that saves us. It's all of God. We couldn't work our way to heaven. That'd be like trying to climb up a step stepladder you built out of your own imagination. You can't do that. You can't work your way into heaven. No, the Bible does say here that for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. And what that means is that God designed a life of faith to have fruit in it. And that fruit is the work, if you will. It's the outgrowth of an internal faith. It's the exemplifying of what transpired inside of us. What a good God to give us a grace, a front porch grace to call us out of the world and a, and a saving grace at that right moment when transformation comes and new birth happens. Man, we get to go in and fellowship with God and drink some sweet tea. We, we get to have some ice cream and pie. We get to have the, the riches of salvation. That's what he talks about in, uh, in, in verse 6, it says he had raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Man, give me some of that front porch grace. Give me some of that saving grace. Give me some of that sitting together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day and I thank you for grace, every aspect of grace, the kind that draws us to you in the thousand little steps, the kind that helps us to take the step of repentance and faith and belief and walk boldly into your kingdom because of your rich, vibrant invitation. What a good God you are. And Lord, if there are some that are under the sound of my voice, that this may be a clarion call of prevenient grace. It may be a front porch grace moment for them that they've been thinking that they've wandered too far away and they've walked in the world too far. But God, you're calling them through this very message, through this very moment into a right relationship with you. Help them, God, to admit that they're a sinner, believe that Jesus Christ's death on the cross was the sufficient payment for man's sin, and, and confess him as Lord and Savior of our lives. Thank you for all that you've done. Watch out over these dear ones. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you. I love you. Have a good night. Why don't you start a new year with a new life? Not a new leaf, a new life.
get born again. God bless you. I love you, but more importantly, Jesus loves you.